The body meets to worship Christ together, encourage one another, and study God's word together. But how should the local body be formed? On this episode of Talk Truth, we are talking about church membership, its role and benefits in Christ. Welcome to Talk Truth, a McGregor podcast where we dive into scripture, gain insight from community, and biblically answer life questions. Talk Truth will answer life questions submitted by our listeners every other week. If you have a question for Talk Truth, you can submit your questions on our website. I'm your host, Chloe Weimer. Let's open the word, gather together, and talk some truth. I am joined again by Pastor David Miller, Pastor of Membership, and Andy Duncan, who serves as a deacon here at McGregor Baptist Church and works alongside me here at Southwest Florida Christian Academy. Good to be here. Thank you both for coming. Yep. Happy Pastor David, thank you for coming back for part three. Last couple episodes, we've talked about the ordinances in the church. We've talked about baptism and communion, and I love those episodes. I, I learned a lot in studying and preparing for them, but also just in the discussion with you. And so I'm glad to have you back. And Andy, thank you for joining us for part three. Oh, my pleasure. This will be fun. First time. He's a rookie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Green orange, baby. Hey, I think he probably can be us on a lot of things though because he teaches middle school and yeah. that is a that is a calling so yes. oh, I don't yeah. know. you bring a whole different thing to this table <laughs> yes <laughs> ma'am you're like a levitical priest <laughs> oh am i it's a high high calling and nobody wants that job <laughs> there we go <laughs> All right, so we are talking about the purpose of church membership. Uh, But before we start uh, answering this question, I'm going to pray, and then we're going to get started. So, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you that you have revealed yourself in Scripture. You have revealed how the church should be formed in Scripture. And I just pray that you uh, work through our conversation, that you speak to us um, through your word, and that you open our hearts to whatever you want us to know and grow and grow by in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Okay. So I am going to throw the first question at you, Pastor Miller. Where is church membership in scripture? I figured since you're the pastor of membership, you'd be hopefully able to answer this question. So (laughs) yeah, it's a litmus test. If I don't do this well, then calling my job into question. Uh, The purpose of church membership is to put the gospel on display. Um, It really is. We often talk about the gospel as a message that we share Uh, And it is a message that we share, Mm -hmm. but it's also something that we live out, and God has designed us to live out the gospel in a particular community, a particular local community called the the church, and that is a community of redeemed sinners. So um, I'll use the illustration of an engagement ring. I think we have an announcement here to make on the podcast. Maybe it's been mentioned before. (laughs) I don't know. It actually hasn't. But okay, all right. Well, why don't you share with us what's transpired in your life recently. I'm engaged. You're engaged. Congratulations. Uh, So you you now have a ring on your finger, right? Yes. And um, I've heard the illustration used before about church membership that if the gospel is the diamond, church membership are the prongs that Mm -hmm. hold up that diamond. So really what church membership does is it displays the beauty of the gospel for everyone visibly to see. That's a good visual. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, And ultimately, every local church is... to display the character of God, and we do that best mm-hmm. in community through a local church fellowship, um, and that that 
implies or calls into necessity uh, church membership. So okay. your question about where is it in the Bible, that's, 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 a, tr- <laughs> that, that's a tricky question because yeah. it's there, but it's not there in the way that we think it is. Yeah, it's not like explicitly mm-hmm. like... Correct, correct. Then once you get baptized, then you're going to find right. your nearest yep. local church that Sign aligns line. with your beliefs. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to join. And, and that causes a lot of people to initially give pushback. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of pushback <clears throat> even in the evangelical world in mm-hmm. North America about, well, we're not going to have formal membership or I'm not going to join a church. Um, but but that really misses the point because it's there, but it's not there in the way that we think. There's a lot of things in the Bible that are there, but yep. it's not, right. you, you kind of have to read between the lines. Yeah. Like the Trinity, for example, yes. we don't see the word Trinity, exactly. but you can infer the doctrine of the Trinity by the things that you read in scripture. Right. Yes. And that's, that's, that's a perfect uh, illustration of what we're talking about when we think about church membership biblically. Mm-hmm. The Trinity is taught implicitly in the Bible, but it's not taught explicitly. Yeah, you, know, you have Matthew chapter three, Jesus's baptism. Every single person, right. all three people of the Trinity, are mentioned mm-hmm. in that moment, but you don't see the word Trinity explicitly mentioned. And the same thing is true with church membership. Mm-hmm. You've got all these implicit teachings about local church membership. But you're not going to find a "Thou shalt join McGregor Baptist Church" type verse, yeah, right, in, it's, in the scriptures. And it seems like it's referred to as the body repeatedly throughout yep. scripture. So, yeah. that's correct. And and there's there's lots of you know there's several metaphors, about six different metaphors about the mm-hmm. local church, right? Um, and uh, the body is just one of them. So, but when you think about okay, well, where is it taught implicitly? You've got things like Matthew 16, which is the first use of the word ecclesia in the New Testament where Jesus is using the word church and it just means gathering to the disciples. The church hadn't even been formed yet. Is that like big C church or little C church? Well, the, he, he's, he de- he's describing a local assembly okay. um, because that's that's their only context in which they would have understood that word yeah. was a gathering of people locally. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but he's using it prior to the birth of the church in Acts chapter two. Okay. So they really oh, don't yeah, even have a, a, a mental a picture of what he's talking yes, about. Yes, yeah. But in 16, he, he mentions that, that there will come a day where there will be a, a, a particular group of people that are, those are confessors mm-hmm. agreeing to a confession together. Yeah. And that, that they will bind people to them and they will loose people from them. Again, lots of interesting language there. It's formative and he's teaching them about what's to come. Mm-hmm. And then in Matthew 18, you've got... He lays out the church discipline process, which in the last step of church discipline, step four, you've got that that if a person remains unrepentant in their sin, uh, you've got to put them out of the church. Well, there has to be a, a self-identified mm-hmm. local group of people who call themselves the church in order for one person to be put outside the church. Does that make sense? Yeah. So again, it's implicitly taught. It's not explicitly taught. And there are um, several, uh, Acts chapter 2, when the church explodes, 3,000 right. are added mm. to the church. Okay, well, added to who? Well, there was already in Jerusalem wow, yeah. a self-identified group of people who called themselves the church. They identified as uh-huh. that. So, right. again, the Scripture goes on and on in several different places to talk about this implicit idea of formal uh, connection, formal membership to a specific local church. Wow. Heavens, all the epistles were written to 
most of the epistles were written to local churches. churches. Yeah, yeah, the churches at Galatia right. or the church in Ephesus. Those oh, were yeah. identified groups of people. So, yeah. um, again, it's a it's we have a tendency to look for membership in the Bible as Costco membership. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know right. where where you pay something and you get benefits, but right. that's not what local church membership is. It's much more than that. It's it's about responsibilities, really, not benefits. Yeah. So there's yes, a different there's, yeah. there's a different mindset of how right. you look for formal church membership in the Bible. So. Yeah. A lot of people think it's so easy to join a church too. Um, well, it is in some churches. In, yeah, in right. some churches, but uh, they think of it like that Costco membership, like yeah. you said, where right. you could just go up, you sign. Like, how do I start? And then and and like you said, some churches do make it that easy, um, but. I'm sure that there are dangers in that, and there's probably a reason why even our church, we, there, it's a long process. Like there's only, a, we have the first class or the prospective member class, is yes. what we call it. Mm-hmm. This prospective member class, what is it, once every other month? Yeah, I think? once every other month. Yeah, right. so why is it, so I don't think I hit you with this question oh, when we okay. talked a little bit before, no. but why, why is it so difficult for, not difficult, but why is the, the process so um, intricate, I guess? Well, um, we want to go slow um, yeah. in the same way that you and your fiance just didn't already get married mm-hmm. and jump into this thing quickly. Um, we, we, we want to go slow. Uh, we, we want people to understand who we are as a church before they decide, okay, yeah. I really do want to pursue church membership. That's what the class is for. It's, it's us sharing with them the expectations, what we believe about the church, what we practice and teach, so that they can make an informed decision. Okay, mm-hmm. I do believe if this is the Lord's will, I want to pursue this church. Yeah. So, right, and in, in a lot of cases... Um, a decision like that, there's a lot of emotion behind it. Mm. And by walking through a process, you actually learn what, what you're joining, what what this family looks like. Um, And so that emotion becomes stripped away and you see it for what it is. And, and you make that informed decision as a commitment and and, uh, commitments last emotions they they fluctuate depending on what you had for lunch. <laughs> they really do. True that. That's well said. That's true. And so the yeah the the, the process is is a three step process at McGregor. It's the class, mm-hmm. then it's a membership interview. <clears throat> excuse me, with a couple of our elders, and then that final step is presentation to the church um, family for the congregation to make that final decision to welcome someone into mm-hmm. to uh, to to the church. I mean, the, first and foremost. As we said, church membership is a covenant, and you you don't no one wants to rush into a covenant willy nilly or mm-hmm. uninformed or um, or quickly. Um, so what what you're doing is you're you're voluntarily when you join a church you're voluntarily placing yourself under the authority and leadership of that local church. Yeah, that's something to be prayed about. That's something to be deliberated over and thought through. That's mm-hmm. not something to rush into. To have an emotional experience right. at, during a service and run down the aisle exactly. and say, I'm in. Yeah. So. A lot of churches don't even require that membership, though. Like I, we, were, we talked about it being yeah. the Costco membership where it's just an easy jump in type thing. But some of them just say, well, they, they don't even deal with it. So is there a problem with that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> commitments, they matter. You know, commitments matter. And if, and if that commitment is not made like intentionally, as we said earlier, then what's keeping you um, a part of this group when things get tough. Because 
I mean, if you've been a part of a family longer than a couple hours, you know things get tough. Yeah. yeah. Um, our own personal families get tough. And in very, very short periods of time, things change. Mm-hmm. So what's holding you to a family of believers? Um, it's that commitment. It's that, uh, it's that understanding that when things get tricky, yeah. um, you're not going to bolt. You know, the people can depend on each other. And that's that's really something that as a body of believers, we need to demonstrate to the outside world, mm-hmm. to, to the world of unbelievers. Amen. Yeah. And Chloe, the, 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 the issue with a covenant is, you know, different from casual attendance or, uh, you know, low expectation membership is um, – a covenant is a bilateral agreement. It's not a unilateral agreement. You know, your fiance didn't just announce to you one day, she's marrying me, you're marrying me. He, he didn't say that. He got down on one knee, I hope, right? <laughs> yes, he did. Good. He got down on one, so I did too. Uh, did you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. He got down on one knee, and he had to ask, right? Yeah. And you had to consent to that. So, so covenant is... Uh, not God's covenant with his people, but covenants are bilateral in terms of human relationships. Mm -hmm. And that's what church membership is. We're making promises to each other to vouch for one another's testimony, to to have certain responsibilities as enumerated even Mm -hmm. in our own local church covenant that we're going to do for one another as a local church. Because it's not a casual thing. It's It's an important thing. Yeah. Now, what are some of those responsibilities? Well, to, to pray for one another, uh, to, uh, to, to have a posture towards one another that is uh, ready for reconciliation, mm-hmm. open to correction, uh, yeah. to trust the scriptures, um, uh, that, that we see them as the final authoritative word of God, uh, to trust our leaders as they are faithful with the gospel. So there's, 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 there's a lot enumerated in our covenant, but again, what is it in essence? It's the promises we make to one another mm-hmm. as a local body right. that we're gonna we're gonna fulfill these as best we can. We know we're gonna fail, but we're gonna fulfill them as best we can as we follow Christ together. Yeah, I think it's really easy to just show up and expect to be poured into, mm-hmm. and right. not to look for somebody to also pour into. And, yeah, and and God has called us to edify each other, which means to build each other up in right. Christ. And so mm-hmm. that doesn't just look like saying all these kind things to one another as, <laughs> no. as the world would, but sometimes it looks like calling out somebody's junk in their life. Yep. And that's, yes. that could be offensive, but then that's when you fall back on the commitment when you're hurt by that, when your emotions are hurt by whatever somebody corrects you in. And it should push you back toward Christ because you know that based on the covenant, your brother or sister in Christ was doing it in love. Yeah. And so right. there's there's power in that advocation because it makes you more like Christ, but also unity too. Mm-hmm. How have you guys seen unity within the body here? Well, um, j- first off, we, we all confess, you know, the same belief. I mean, that's that's the we we have to always come back to the, the, the understanding that Christ is who, t- who ties us together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so <clears throat> through Christ, through the Holy Spirit, um, when things get tricky, and I, and I feel like I'm restating this, when things get tough, mm-hmm. when things are exciting, we can rejoice with one another, we can cry with one another, we can build each other up. Um, it's, it's a beautiful thing when it's lived out. Um, yeah. We can talk about it, but when it actually grows feet, it's something that, that, that our culture 
just doesn't know. And and it's it's such a beautiful thing to see it. And 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 how does that promote unity? Um, we're all growing together. We're all messed up, and we're we're taking steps towards Christ. All right, together, and yeah. and just building each other up, um, shaving off those rough edges. Uh, but but we're doing it in love, and mm-hmm. and uh, how can that not bring you closer together? And that just, well, uh, Andy, what you just shared just just proves how countercultural, right? The gospel is number one, and and the idea of local church membership is sure because you know we're we're in our culture we're autonomous people that can do whatever in the world we want to do right mm-hmm. that's not the way it is in God's kingdom we have a king and we submit to a king mm-hmm. and it's not the local pastor it's Jesus yeah right? and and we are siblings in his family because of what he did so that we could be redeemed and be made right in the relationship with God the Father Amen. Uh, so so there's 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 this it's it's a very different thing to be a part of a local church than it is to like go to a movie. Uh, when you go to a movie, you're simply a spectator. You don't have any relationship with the people, the other people in the movie theater, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You're supposed to do a, a, a couple of things. You know, don't yeah. don't be noisy. <laughs> and if I don't like the movie, I get up. Exactly yeah. right. And and you have no connection right. to the other people yeah. sitting around you. And there are memberships. Like, let's say, have you seen like those CrossFit gyms? And they're all about community. Only from a distance. <laughs> I, I have heard they exist. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny, but there, there really are all about community, and yep. it's it's a really cool thing. Um, but what happens when your fitness fails, or your health gives out, and you can't go back to the gym, and that community there mm-hmm. isn't able to be? It's not. It's just not the same anymore. Sure. And if you look at every other kind of membership, or, or sorority, or fraternity, like yep. things. Mm-hmm things that call you to membership in this world, they're going to fail you. Mm-hmm. But we know that like the body is, it's it's how Christ is is keeping his people together for eternity, not just for here on earth. Right. And so that's what gives it the backbone. Um, yeah, I think, I think those other examples, those other worldly examples are um, just pale attempts mm-hmm. uh, at what God has designed for his church. Because again, we we will fail each other in the local church. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Anthony, Andy and I have been oh, we've yeah. been friends for a long time. Oh yeah, we and, fail each other and, all the time, and we do we we do mm-hmm. uh, absolutely that, that happens. But yep. it we understand that we serve one who is our head, yeah. who right. will never fail us, mm-hmm. uh, and so there's a level of confidence that we have not in who we are together, yes, but in he, what he's created us to be mm-hmm. together. If that makes sense, yeah. So. And who he has been for us. Right. Oh, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. How does the membership function outside of the church building, though? So, I mean, some of some people think like, oh, I'll just show up on Sunday and I'll just be, be there for these people or pray for them um, on Sundays or Wednesdays if they come on Wednesdays. But there mm-hmm. are five or six other days of the week that we're not here, yep. you know? And at times, this is... Some people's only family. Andy, I know that you moved yes. from Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. I was going to say mm-hmm. Minnesota. Oh yeah, no, no, no not not there. Don't you know? You moved, <laughs> but you moved from no. Missouri. Yeah, and you told me a little bit about how the church just showed up and was your family. Oh yes. How oh, did yes. the membership kind of play a role in that? Well, we're from a small church up in Missouri, 168 on Christmas and Easter, right? Mm-hmm. And and so. 
when we were making the decision, considering uh, moving down to South Florida, um, we'd never visited South Florida before. We'd never, we didn't have any contacts down here. We didn't know anybody. Um, and that's a little intimidating. I mean, we had, we had, I mean, there was a call on, I mean, I felt like it was, we were going to move down here. And, and the, uh, the challenge was to find out how we fit. All right. Because if there's a purpose, I mean, there's a plan and I don't know what that plan is. I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. Um, but I know we're moving. So at some point prior to our move, I think it was a month or two ahead of time, um, we started looking for churches. And, I, and I, it was really important that we had we, we hooked up with a Bible believing church um, that that we could become a part of a family. Mm-hmm. Um you know, yes, it's true. We didn't have any blood relatives down here in South Florida, but I knew, I knew that there was a family here for us. There was, there was a family. And uh, so we began that search. We started watching online with, with some, some different churches and we landed at McGregor online, thousand miles away, um, and began to watch the, the Bible teaching to begin, began to uh, become exposed to the worship here at McGregor. Um, <clears throat> We we had uh, planned to move down here at the end of May. All right, eight years ago. In fact, this week. What is today? The first. Yep. Today's the yeah. Today's the first. So so eight years ago and two days would would have been the uh, the first day that VBS started the year we came. And was that y'all's first event here? Macy was already my daughter at the time. She's my not my daughter. My daughter was. <laughs> in fourth grade and um she was already a part of vbs here and because we'd registered her from up north and and so it was like it was seamless and and this became family now we weren't members um when we moved down here but we were welcomed and 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 that's really cool we were welcomed as as guests and um now that didn't last long because we became members three weeks later it was it was it was really important to us to make that commitment to mm-hmm. to become a part, um, so that we could con- we could continue to serve. We served up north and um, in many different roles, but uh, man, down here, uh, down here, that just continued, and it was so it was so seamless. You know, from outsiders to to family, uh, just like that. It it was it was. Of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not something Dave can do. It's oh, not no. something you can do. It's it's not something any group of people can do. Um, that's that's supernatural. That's that's pretty amazing stuff mm-hmm. um, to be welcomed in like that. Um, and that that's a great example of when you ask the question about unity. Unity is something we have already been given mm-hmm. because of what right. Jesus has done, and the Holy Spirit provides for the local church. Mm-hmm. It's already provided. We're commanded in Scripture to guard the unity that we've been given. We don't have to manufacture unity no. yeah. with each other in a local church. It's already been given to us. Yeah. Our job is to guard it and protect it. So yeah. your your family's example is is, I mean, it's just a good illustration right. of what how the holy spirit works in this kind of thing right and things weren't always you know you know roses and and uh candy it wasn't really awesome all the time in fact there were some tough times um times when dave knows you know i walked into his office and i'm like i don't know what to do mm-hmm. i don't know what to do i have you know at one point electric was shut off 
at our place. And it was like, well, what am I going to do? Um, that's where family steps up. And, and the church was prepared to help us, you know, meet that need. But miraculously, in my opinion, you know, a job was paid that I didn't expect to get paid for. <laughs> and that bill was covered. Yet I still you know, had that experience of, well, the church is ready to step up yeah. and, and to be a part, so much a part of your family that we're going to give financially to, to make sure that you make it through. Yeah. And, and that was really special. I mean, that was really, really special. And, and the church has given to us in so many ways. Um, and now, and now you're serving as a deacon, now, <laughs> ministering to people in right. just the exact same situation. Exactly, that's so exactly. cool. Exactly, that is really cool. I love when God brings us in. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. He knows that I'm uh, one of my spiritual gifts is service, mm -hmm. and and I want nothing more than to do that. Um, and He makes it possible for me and others like me. To do that, mm -hmm. it's it's not it's not to lift me up or anything that I do, but it's it's to point to Him and to point others to Him, and that's that's just it's such a cool thing to be a part of that plan. Yeah, yeah. God definitely has a way of bringing us together, and right. I'm yeah. glad that He has given um, us the minds to interpret Scripture so right. that we can build a covenant that we can lean on, and mm. it, it holds us accountable to one another, and that's. The benefit of church membership. Um, so with that, I am going to close this part three episode. Um, if you missed parts one and two of this, we talked about the ordinances of baptism and communion. And those ordinances actually are part of the responsibilities of the local church. Yeah. Um, so go back and take a listen to those. Um, and we would love to hear from you, our listeners. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. But if you haven't yet connected with us online, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and be sure to check us out on our other McGregor podcast channels. Just head over to talktruthpodcast.com for all the details. Please write us a review however you are listening to this. It actually helps us out a lot when we have those reviews when we get those subscribers uh, when you give us a like on facebook it makes us pop up and then maybe more people can listen to this thank you so much for listening and thank you both andy and david for joining me again and please remember to talk truth <laughs>